This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, I miss me some heavy days. That's why I had Eric play this. Not you can just, keep that going. Not just heavy D. I know there's a lot of them, but I miss him. I miss him. Not I was, just heavy you know, D. It's, it's heavy diddly diddly. Heavy diddly diddly D. <laughs> say it right now if you're going to say well, it. Well, you say it right. What? You say it right. What's that? Heavy diddly diddly D. I saw Life the other day. Yeah. Life, oh, Eddie Murphy, yeah. Mark Lawrence, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. We've called an audible. I've called an audible. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Right here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. On this 19th day, Sunday morning, I say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Vinings. In Vinings. Now that we're at the top of the hour, i got to say reach out to them. But no, okay. don't, don't, go, don't, no don't nugget. Don't, Ain't got no time for it. All right. You ready for this? What's that? Happy birthday to you. Uh-oh. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Now. You don't know who I sang that to, do you? No. This is the first time in my entire life I have ever sang to an Olympic gold medal champion. Okay. Good morning, Gail Devers. Happy, happy Whoa. birthday. Oh, my. Thank you. Wow. Awesome. Happy birthday. What's going I on? I the song. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you, do you feel like you just had dinner somewhere and the people came out? Yeah. Come on, I, I did. <laughs> I did. I, I called her. I, I, I reached out to her. I said, you're not going to expect this this morning. We're going to get the first birthday wish to her, hopefully, this morning. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, very happy birthday. Sam know, didn't know I was calling you. No, either. no. no it, oh, it, that it, is hilarious. You know what? And I was just talking about you to, to, to some folks this week. I won't say why. It's good. It was good. It was good. It was, no, it's good. It's with you. It can't help but be good. Uh, because we got an Olympic year coming up. And yes. uh, we got a lot of Olympians. And we got a lot of Olympic hopefuls from our area. And... Um, you know, so we, we, we're excited about it. And you get, you get to go to Paris. Yeah. Can you, you yes, imagine? Yes. You you went to Olympics a lot of places, but can you imagine Paris for the Olympics? That's nice. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And we're going to send a great team. <laughs> now, Gail, how does your, again, Gail Devers joining Sam and Greg here, unexpectedly, but it's an unexpected <laughs> pleasure. Yes. Um, How does your world change in an Olympic year, if at all? I mean, you hired... You know, some networks reach out to you. The, what is it like being a former Olympic champion when an Olympic year um, You know what? It, it, to be honest, it's a good thing. Um, like you said, people do reach out a lot. But the positive part for me is any initiative that I'm doing, like, you know, me and my health stuff, it's like I just got back from a conference speaking at a women's conference. So it's always nice because the radio stations, TV stations want to talk to you because the Olympics are coming out. And I can always talk about, you know, the things that I'm, that are, you know, near and dear to my heart, like my health stuff. So it's, it's great. And then, you know, as we get closer, people will want to know, like, who, who am I picking? But I got to see what they're doing during the season. <laughs> so I'm waiting for indoor season to start. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. everybody's on their game. Y'all know you're doing some coaching. Are you working with any Olympic hopefuls or are you just working with some, some, some of the younger folk? 
I just have the young ones. I have the the future, future, future hopeful. So uh, right now we have we're we're gearing up um, for the second annual Gail Beavers Invitational that's going to come up April 13th. So yesterday and today I'm out at the track because I had promised last year that we were going to get a second long jump pit built, and I'm keeping to my word. We are starting construction now. So. Where's this going to take? Where's this going to take place? People can mark their calendars now. Where's this going to be? Oh yes, please. Um, and the, the the long jump pit is going to be great. So send your people. We want college uh, college coaches if you're in town to come, and we're going to try to showcase. This is April thirteenth, twenty twenty four. It will be at Mountain View High School in Lawrenceville, it's like Lawrenceville, Georgia, right off the exit. You can't miss it. It's gonna. It, hopefully, it's going to be great. We had some kids last year who ran and ended up. You know, it was freezing that day, so it's going to be warmer this year. But they end up coming between the first one and five in the nation. So we had some great athletes um, looking to put up a scoreboard there, which will just be now the GDI scoreboard for that particular meet. And I want some people to come break some records. Turning 35 years old today, Gail Devers. <laughs> you don't have to put that out there, man. You have to put that out there, Greg. Come on, man. No, no. I tell people – I was 19 until I had kids. Now I'm forever 21. Okay. okay. So, so I know honest. what I'm doing you know, up I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Anyway, joining us here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. Listen, uh, seriously, there are, we, we, we talk about this all the time. Young folks don't know their history, right? Yeah. A lot of them don't, don't know who so-and-so is and such-and-such. Such. So take when, when, as soon as Sam and I are gone or go to commercial break, you need to Google Gail Devers. And find out who you're listening to, y'all, who do not know who this person is. Sam, between Pan American Games, Indoor oh, World God. Championships, World Championships, oh, and yeah. Olympic Games, yes. she got 14 yeah. gold medals. Yeah. She got one, two, three, four silvers, and ain't no B on here. Yeah. No bronze. <laughs> no bronze. bronze not allowed. gold or silver. <laughs> Gail Devers uh, got that last one. Uh, Bar- and what, what Sam and I would say is probably, or at least your first one, in what is the the best opening ceremonies where that dude shot that arrow through Bar- is Barcelona, right? Yes, yeah. that was awesome. The guy yeah, lit, lit the torch. By the way, we got to get into our torch here. Yeah. That, that that cauldron is being yeah. just sitting up there turning orange. Sitting yes, please. That. Let's do something with that. Thanks. Exactly. She agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you tell uh, for, for young people who aspire to do what you've done these days? It's changed a bit uh, since, since your time. Um, talk about some of the changes in it and how it how it's different. And do you wish some of the things that are available now were available to you then? Uh, I'm not a social media person as far as that you have to post, post, post. So with that part, no, because I'm, I'm like, I don't let people in my head when I'm competing. So that part, no. Um, but there's different, you know, I, I, I look at these kids now that go to college and you've got the best of everything that's going to help you, you know, learn. I learned as I went along, and, and, you know, I I had the best coach, so I think that, for me, just changed the game. But, um, you know, technology is different now. Um, Just, I mean, there's so much that's changed. Technology, I would say, is probably the biggest thing. Like, you know, they talk about your your spikes, they're they're lighter, they're faster. So on that aspect, yeah, but – for me, if I would, I wouldn't change anything. I like my old rusty, dusty, nineteen oh two spice. I like, I like the weight room that smelled like rust because it meant that you have to really grind and get there if you want it. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't change anything. But I, I think it's great for these kids coming up because, you know, you want better for for those that come behind you, 
and and hopefully they they realize what those for me I realize those that came before me what they had to endure you know I, you talk about going to Paris right. I remember you know I talked to Wyoming Atias and Milk Campbell all of them where they had to take a bus I mean a boat not even a bus a boat over and half of them had never been out of the country and on water and sick and all that kind of stuff. And you got to get wow. out and you got to compete against people who don't like you or um, people who don't understand you, don't want you there. And because you've got USA on your, on your chest, you've got a target on your back. Yeah. And so to realize that they did all that and those records that they, that they had and what they stood for, you know, um, for me means a lot. And I think that's one of the reasons for me just really being on my, my health kick is just because when you know better, you do better and you make better ways for those who come behind you. Gold medal Olympian Gail Davis joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. See, this is another one of those things that's great about being her. She got a title. Anytime you talk to her, you got to throw in that other stuff <laughs> yeah. first, right? Gold medal <laughs> Olympian. You guys are wrong for that. I do not have a title. <laughs> yeah, she got a title. Gail, I want to ask you this because earlier in the show, and by the way, um, I mentioned that you got your first one in uh, Barcelona in 92, but you got two here in Atlanta the 100 meters in the 4 by 100 uh, relay. You got gold right. medals in those, too. Um, earlier in the show, Sam and I were talking about Charlie Woods, Tiger's son who's in high school now, and he's, oh, he's his, awesome. his team won the state championship. Now he got something daddy doesn't have. And it got me thinking because you mentioned a minute ago about uh, you having a family and having kids. And have any of your kids, anybody in your family, talked about following in mama's footsteps? I, well, you know, I always I used to say I have the laziest kids in America, and I never thought they would play sports because they were like school, 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 school. But my oldest daughter, Carson Phillips, she actually graduated with a four point three, and in, uh, she's at UGA, and now she's on the track team. Okay. So uh, it's 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 interesting to watch. And then my youngest, Legacy, is in the tenth grade, so she's at the school where I'm volunteered coaching, and so we'll see what she does this year. But um. It, they they show promise, and the the cool part about it is that I love that we sent Carson away with upside. Yeah, you know, as yeah. far as the coaches are looking at her, and they didn't, you know, they probably didn't believe her that she never touched the weight, she didn't know how to balance, you know, this kind of stuff. Now they see her, and they're like, oh wow, okay. So that's that's pretty cool when she calls us and tells us, you know, how practice is going. You know, so I'm trying to plan my schedule so I can support her still, you know, in college at some of the meets that they will have close to me. <laughs> close yeah, the, enough. They're doing some things with the facility over there, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. You know, Coach Carroll don't play. Coach Carroll teamed up with, you know, Coach Smart. And, you know, I, I love him because he says he recruits speed. And I'm trying to tell my athletes, I'm like, you know, don't shy away as you're a football player from your speed because it's only going to help you. Right. And I got the two-time national, hopefully three-time national champion, saying that he recruits speed. And they're getting ready to build a facility that's going to be like no other. And I say that because when Coach Carroll came in, she got, as, as if you want to say, I got your hand-me-down. She got the only three years young hand-me-downs of the football, and she gutted everything. And their their um, indoor facility, for as far as their locker room, is just state-of-the-art. Um, so now they're getting ready to build a, an outdoor and indoor um, actual track. It's going to be out of this world. It, it's, now that's going to be platinum level, for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they surpassed gold, so we had to find something else. That's going to be platinum. So they're going to do indoor over there, too? I think they're going to do an indoor and an outdoor facility because they're moving. They're they're moving. Um, I think the facility that they have now is going to become another 
facility for football from what I saw in the paper. Okay. And then she's going to move her uh, indoor and outdoor. And, you know, they, what, what we need here, and she's thinking like that. We'll be able, they'll be able to host. I say we because I'm a part of the family. If you have my child, so (laughs) (laughs) we will be able to Mm -hmm. host uh, sectionals, uh, um, SECs, you know, and and nationals at that uh, facility, and then that brings in revenue for the city, and and so people are thinking outside the box, and and we're looking for meats right now. You look for indoor meats, and these kids have to travel to you know South Carolina or. Alabama, and now you'll be able to have it right here. And I think that right there is going to change the game for a lot of people. Because like you said, there are a lot of athletes who live here in Georgia, um, world-class athletes. And so if you have meets that are going to be right here that you can showcase their talent or, uh, you know, for the high school kids, for, for the open kids, you're allowing them to get themselves ready for college. And then those that are in college and world-class, they need meets. Yeah. And they don't want to have to travel all the time. So if it's right there in your backyard, you will come. So like they say, if you build it, they will come. They'll come. Yeah. Indoor facility is something this area has needed for track for a long time, yep. Greg. And, yeah. and that's what, what Gail is talking about. Gail, we appreciate Ain't you. Ain't she the best? She is awesome. Man, always, always. Uh, real quick, because we don't like no time left here. When did you move to Atlanta? When did you when did you make oh, this home? You know, I've been paying taxes here in, <laughs> in three places for a long time. I think I officially moved here in oh gosh, I've been here forever. Maybe nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. So you you weren't living here when the Olympics were here. No, no not I wasn't. yet. That's nope. what I wanted to get to. What it must yeah, be like yeah. for somebody who's walking in the opening ceremonies in their hometown. Yeah, that but, must but, be but, that has been special. But, but that's the thing. She's like a lot of folks. She came in for the Olympics and didn't leave. It stayed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't <laughs> have most, most people are import to Atlanta. <laughs> Gail, thank you as always. And and, and listen, we, we didn't plan this, and I wanted to surprise Mr. Crenshaw, but, I mean, you were the absolute best here. And, and we appreciate the new information that we didn't know before you came on here. I know. That's right. Always, always, always. Yeah. Thanks so much for the time. And I, I, I got to give you a call because I, I need to get in touch with you about something anyway. Okay, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for my birthday wish. You guys take care, be safe, and have a safe holiday. You Absolutely. too. You and your family as well. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy 35th birthday to you. Yeah. Yeah, you don't keep singing it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sam and Greg. We have got Terrell Thomas wow. joining us next. Sports Radio 929thegame.com. Oh and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame. 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. I, I, I need some help this morning. This is one of those where I need like a sidecar to remind me, you know, this is what we're doing right now. Because I'm just, I'm all over the map here. Before we bring our guests on here, we want to remind you that Sam and I, as always, are the opening act for a full day of football. So if you can't get in front of a TV, Falcons obviously are off. We got Dallas at Carolina. Pre-game 12:30 kick at 1, followed by Tampa Bay at San Francisco, and then Minnesota at Denver. Of course, tomorrow night is the big one. Super Bowl rematch. Folks are waiting for that. Mm-hmm. This dude on the phone right now, he's probably going to be getting the kids all ready, make them go out and bring daddy back some food. And we're going to sit and watch Philadelphia take on Kansas City. Yeah. And he will hope for a different outcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, having said that, I wanted to say this. This happened on this. Oh, where's it at? I want to get this out here because we're going to bring on Terrell right now. Oh, you know what happened on this day in football? The. Miracle in the Meadowlands. Oh, my goodness. If you don't know about the Miracle in the Meadowlands, wow. and you know who Herm Edwards is, yep. 
you need to go see because this is one of the reasons why Herm is so famous. Play to win the game. Yeah, for that, that's one of them. But he also scooped up a fumble <laughs> to the yeah, running back and gave the Eagles a win. Anyways, Philadelphia's favorite son, we have him on the phone right now. We reach out to him for basketball, but <laughs> he is, he's, he's, he's a real estate agent. He's always, I mean, he's a renaissance man. Writer, these urban times, Terrell Thomas. Good morning, buddy. Morning, man. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys today? We we are doing fine. I'm not sure what will be more celebrated in your house, Thanksgiving or Monday night when the Eagles go against Kansas City, where you will make sure it's appointment it's appointment <laughs> viewing. Hey, it, it definitely will be Monday night. It will certainly be Monday night. So which Whoa. which what y'all do? Did, are the kids do they do that like the little football game before uh, you know Thanksgiving meal? We used to play a turkey bowl. We used to go out in the street and go over to a park and play, and, you know get tackled on the leaves. That was a big thing up north there. Do, you, do y'all still do that? We don't do it as a group. So say there, there aren't a lot of young men that, that want to play football, but me and Carmelo certainly go play catch. So we, we will we will get some catch in before the games and before we eat on Thanksgiving. I don't know what you're talking go. about. The girls play with us, too, on, on, on the Turkey Bowl. They came down there. Yeah. Matt Radke, she come down the street and – and, and 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 Maria Spompano. I don't know girls these days. No, no, but girls, girls, you know? girls these days are playing flag. I mean, girls, That's true. girls are playing the sport now because they they got something to aim for. But but we we're playing in the streets and stuff like that. So they would all just come on out there. We 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 let them play. Yeah. Anyway, Terrell, that's not why you called. <laughs> Listen, you know, where are we at right now in this hawk season where you can wrap your arms around giving us an idea what this team is going to be? I feel like they're slowly but surely giving us an identity of who they are. But just when we think that they're going to turn the page, we see a hiccup or see where they may have a few deficiencies and don't actually match up with some of the top-tier teams in the NBA. Of course, we've seen them play their first end-season tournament games this past weekend, uh, or this past week, excuse me, and good results against Detroit, not the results that Hawks fans wanted against Philadelphia so they're still flashing and showing us signs of the potential and what they could be. I still believe that they're a top top five, top six seed in the Eastern Conference. But when it comes to those top three, I'll say, they're still showing us that, that there's definitely room for improvement. Yeah. Like you said, this week they get the win at Detroit. That's nice. Lose to Philadelphia. It's the game that's in between that kind of bugs me, the New York game. And what is it about the Knicks and this team? It seemed like for some time – you know, several years ago, the Hawks kind of had that number, and now they seem to be this team that's just a thorn in their side. Yeah, it, it seems to be. You know how uh, the, the old saying where some teams really ramp up and get up for certain opponents. I think after the show that Trey Young put on at Madison Square Garden and put on against the Knicks a few years ago, a new rivalry was formed with these two teams, and I think they match up very well against our Hawks. Of course, we know that the Hawks are – their, their their advantage against a, a lot of teams is from the guard position, whether it's DeJounte, whether it's Trey Young, whether it's Bogey coming off of the bench. I think that the Knicks have a few good defensive young guards that are, that match up against the team well. And then when you look at Julius Randle, our bigs, at least as, as far as Clint Capella is concerned, Randle's a bit more athletic and he stretches the floor because he can shoot the three ball, forcing our bigs to actually come out and play defense around that perimeter. And I think that switches things up for them. So I, I think that just at the how the Hawks are currently constructed, unless they play their A game against this team, the Knicks are just a bad matchup for them. And I do think they come out and play with a little bit more of an edge because they have been embarrassed by our Hawks in the past. Happy 74th birthday 
to Ahmad Rashad. Ooh. I throw that out. Mr. Inside Stuff. There you go. And we, we throw that out there, and, and I ask either of you guys, do you know his real name? Because um, remember, he, you know, when he was oh playing yeah, football, oh yeah, he used yeah. his real name. Yeah. Well, with college, you became, he became a Mark Rashad once he played in the NFL. Yeah, when in college, he was Bobby Moore. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's for you, Terrell. <laughs> that's that's for you on this Sunday. You can say you came on and you heard about uh, Ahmad Rashad. Listen, the reason I brought that up is because there are some things going on in Philadelphia that I have heard from people, not you, but others talking about it's a slam dunk this year. There is so much that has been infused into that 76ers team. We saw what happened when they played the Hawks here, but because Harden's out of town, are you confident right now in saying Celtics aside, Milwaukee aside, this is Joel Embiid's team. As long as they stay healthy, these guys are coming out of the East right now. Yeah, without being a homer, to be quite honest with you, I really, really am. And I think for everything that you just said, I really think that the Sixers having Nick Nurse now as their head coach and the the schemes in which he's looking for the team to actually get out there and that he's facilitating with this team, I think when it all comes down to and I don't think the Sixers are done making moves, to be quite honest with you. I don't know what the extra move may be. Uh, of course, sadly, Kelly Oubre hasn't been out there recently because of a car accident. He's healing and recovering from a broken rib. But I think he brings another dimension to that team. I think how they're currently constructed, the depth that was added with this team, with James Harden no longer being there, and just the chemistry in which we see with that team right now, I, I do believe that they're the favorites to come out of the East. I certainly do. Joel Embiid's looked phenomenal so far. He looks like he's going after another MVP uh, campaign. And what we see from Tyrese Maxey so far, I think it surprised a lot of guys. But if you watched him at Kentucky and just kind of seen what he had the quote-unquote potential to be, I think he's going to be living up to that as well. We may actually see him as, a, as an all-star this upcoming uh, all-star weekend and such. So I, I do believe – you know, you, you look at Milwaukee, you see Damon Giannis. You look at Boston, and you know everything that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are capable of and the additions of which they have in Porzingis and Holiday. But I would have to say, and again, without being a homer and put, like putting that aside, that the Sixer team and the depth that they have, that, that they are the favorites to come out of the Eastern Conference, yes. And that's why I heard Ahmad say that. That's why I thought throughout the Ahmad Rashad thing. So. <laughs> I didn't just bring his name up for nothing. He was saying that about Philly. Anyway, yep. go ahead. Um <laughs> Back to backs, you know, and and, and we, we talk we'll talk about our Hawks schedule this week. They have it coming up again this week with Indiana and Brooklyn. We saw that, you know, this past week. Tell us about how they managed to 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 play that. I mean, because it's it's something that nobody really looks forward to, uh, but you have them in your schedule, and so and, and second time in as many weeks, the Hawks have that working working on them. Yeah, after just giving you know the, the seventy six or some props as far as their depth is concerned. I got to say the same thing about the Hawks. I, I, I do think, as I mentioned, that they're still gelling and getting it together. But I think this Hawks team is extremely deep. I do think that you can bring 10 players off of the off, or you can run out 10 players. So you can bring a few players off of the bench. I think they'll play it very well. Now, I do believe that it's a must win as far as the in-season tournament is concerned against the Pacers. The Hawks do want to remain on the winning side of things. Uh, if they want to advance and move, move to Vegas as things continue to gel and that. And Brooklyn's looked pretty good so far. No Ben Simmons, but they look pretty well. And, and they're another team in which I believe defensively can give the Hawks some problems. But I think they'll handle it well. I think Coach Quinn has showed us that in these back-to-back situations, we'll see time management as far as Clinton's concerned. We'll see time management with Trey Young. 
But I think they'll handle it very well, and I think I, they have an opportunity to go 2-0 on, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Again, Terrell Thomas joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, let's get to something important. What were your thoughts on uh, Draymond's suspension? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, man. What... Oh, my. I mean, too short, too not long enough? What, where, where were you at? Because if they had given him a dozen games, I would have been cool with it. Five does not – it does not seem consistent with what this league is saying they want to do. Uh, I was actually talking to a few other reporters and cats that covered the NBA when it actually went down, and I didn't think he was going to get more than five games just with the simple fact that no punches were thrown. Now, But he dragged him 10 feet. All. He dragged the dude 10 but, feet, even he, if he did start listen, COVID. Listen, <laughs> that, still... that was, you know, like that was something – I couldn't believe it when I watched it. When I when I when I saw it live and actually watched what was going on, it wasn't a good look for Draymond. It wasn't a good look for the NBA. Quite frankly, I don't think it was a good look for some of the Minnesota Timberwolves because they just let it happen. You didn't see, you know, Carl Anthony Towns or any of like uh, any of Rudy's teammates even, you know, really defending him and trying to get Draymond off of him. So I I, I thought it didn't look good on numerous fronts, but. Again, because no punches were thrown, I didn't see him getting 12 games or 20 games or anything like that. I thought it would be a five- or six-game suspension. I really like Draymond Green as a player. I think he has a very high basketball IQ, but when, when he pulls these type of antics, it's hard to defend him. So not a great look for Draymond, but no, to answer the question, I was not surprised on the length of which he was suspended. Yeah, wow, wow. And that, that was, was just not a not a great photo, though. Man, I mean, look at—he got kids, he got kids, and his kids are gonna come up and say, "Dad, I can do that, and I only gonna win five games in an eighty-two game season." <laughs> oh, that's that. I mean, that's the I conversation ask him about the games. That's, that's the conversation that parents are having now with kids who are playing that sport. And he got five games. I don't care one way or the other. I'm just saying I can see where that would be a cumbersome conversation to have especially later on when Adam Silver comes out and starts talking about policing this and policing that and, you know, the message as a league they're trying to send out. That's just what I'm saying. So, you know. And you, you, you're right on that because my, my children certainly did ask me about that. So, like, they both did. So, you are, you are no lies told there. That is not a great look. <laughs> and that is, you know, for, for, for parents who have young athletes and such or just fans of the game. Something that you got to explain, and it didn't really even out from a disciplinary standpoint. So I, I do totally agree with you there. All right, listen, we got to let you go, but you know you're gonna be back here soon. In fact, we're gonna have him on during the you know Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, he'll be he'll be joining us. We got we stuff to talk what, about. Find here. out what he got in the oven. Yeah, we'll find out what what he's cooking. You, in. you guys mentioned the Hawks in the back-to-back games: Tuesday Hawks, Indiana; next night Wednesday Hawks versus Brooklyn. Both games, if you can get in front of a TV, pregame at seven, tip at seven thirty. You can hear him right here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Uh, listen. Terrell, as always, enjoy part of your Thanksgiving. The other part, we're going to have you. <laughs> you got to come on and work for a little bit and join us. But thank you, as always, for getting up and joining the show, buddy. Oh, gentlemen, thank you very much. Looking forward to speaking to you guys later in the week. But have a great have a great Sunday and uh, have a great pre-Thanksgiving week. There you go. There you go. That is uh, Terrell Thomas. Oh, I should have told him this for the kids. Sam, did you know on this day? On this day. The Pop-Tart was created. Oh, my goodness. You like Pop-Tarts? I think I maybe have had one. What? Really? You don't like? You don't do I, Pop-Tarts? I think I've had like one. The strawberry Pop-Tarts with all that, without the frosting. One. Just a rip. Oh, man. 
Pop Tart deal. Anyway, they were created. <laughs> they were 1965. Yeah. Created yeah. on this day. Pop Tarts, uh, man. Yeah. Anyway, we have a uh, listen. Next, next, I, I'm gonna kind of talk about the industry casting call, but there's something I discovered this past week. I want to share with you two things. I want to share with you. We're gonna do that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this 19th day of November. Do you ever um, get lost in YouTube videos? You know, you go online because you're. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you you start watching and you never know what's gonna pop up. Right. And every once in a while, you know, like I do a lot of music stuff. I know, and it's not just jazz and blues that we love. One of the things that I have been amused with over the years is what uh, Dave Grohl has done from Foo Fighters. Okay. And they have, uh, he has regularly brought up kids who know their music or others, famous music, you know, famous songs. And there was one with like a five or seven year old girl who knew this song and was playing Metallica. And they brought them up on stage. So you're jamming with the band, <laughs> band on stage, and they're playing Zeppelin songs and 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 Metallica songs. And there's a kid who who's a drummer, who's or there was a girl, there was an eight year old girl or nine year old girl who was a drummer, and she was playing a bunch of Foo Fighter songs. Okay. So this is when when Taylor was still alive, the drummer Hawkins, and he got off and let this girl get on there, and they tape a lot of this stuff. I say all this because, um, I saw some stuff this past week that I wanted to bring up on the show, um. And it was just, it was riveting. It really was. It just kept me there. And that was one of the songs they played. So I'm just saying, if you start going through YouTube, especially with Foo Fighters or Dave Grohl, you're going to see a bunch of kids coming up playing these hardcore rock songs. And, it, it, and you're it, wonder, yeah. it's kind of funny. Um, all right. Now, we know the strike is over with. Yes. Both strikes. Writers and um, SAG after was with Eric Goings this week. Um, but he's not ready to come on the show. No. There's still some some T's that need to be crossed, some I's that need to be dotted. President of SAG-AFTRA, who we've had on the show before, he says, give me a little bit, let the dust settle, and I will come on. Okay. Like, All right, I ain't going to push you, man. And so things are back up and running, but they're gonna, they're, it's going to take a minute right. for things to get up and running. I said last week that I was going to do a casting call this week, and then the more I thought about it, and I apologize, while I am going to send you to, if you want to go to Greg, um, get cast with Greg on Twitter, there still is the last thing that I put up was, you know, strike casting call or casting call during the strike. But you can scroll past that. I still have the list of the casting directors. I still have how to submit yourself. I still have the other parts of the casting call that you would need, like the link to the uh, Georgia Department of Labor, the voiceover connections, Atlanta voiceover studio, Bill Seller, places like that. I still say go and get to the casting directors, the list of them, and go to their social media pages. Because right now, what they're doing is commercials, industrials. Okay. Um, you know, there are a couple shows, a couple movies that are being shot. But for the most part, they are back to doing union commercials where they couldn't before. But not a lot of productions, where at least at this point, where they need extras. But that's going to ramp up. But I would normally be talking about taking a break right now anyway. So I'm curious to see how this works out because Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of stuff wraps before Thanksgiving or at least takes a couple weeks off, then they come back. But beginning of December, a lot of the big productions like to be done for Christmas, and then they come back beginning of the year. Well, folks got to get back to work. Would there be some things that, that were, like, incomplete? I don't. That they, that they, that they would want to finish up for the end of the year? 
where rather than initiate something totally new? I don't know that you can look at it that way. I think that you can ask the question, are there still, because there's projects that have been completed, they come back and do reshoots. So for whatever the reason, you know, like the writers are out. So maybe there's some, some things that were rewritten. They want to come back and shoot for a project that's already completed. Hey, we want to redo this scene. I don't know to answer your question, and I don't think the end of the year has anything to do with it because they're not on that kind of schedule, but I do believe there's, there's some voids. How they get filled, you know, I'm, we're going to probably hear those stories afterwards. This is what we did, you know, when everybody came back, but right now I'm not getting information fed to me about the intentions of Tyler Perry or Screen Gems or, or, or Trilith out there. It's just kind of a wait and see and – you know, I've had I've been blessed with like four auditions these mm-hmm. last couple of weeks, and yeah. you, and stuff is coming out. But again, just kind of a wait and see. So I will let you know. I will have a casting call post Thanksgiving, and you know, again, in the meantime, just go to the website of the casting directors, the extras casting directors, which I have listed on Get Cast with Greg. It's also on our website, ninety two nine thegamecom dot com. So if you want to get started, but this week is a lot of you know people are listening with one ear. Because I got folks over here, we got to do this, we got to do that. So that's going on. All right, Sam, I uh, I tripped into a couple things this week, and I'm going to have more information on it moving forward. But I want to put this on the radar. Y'all know about what's going on on it, Pullman Yard, Pullman Yards. I talked about the Jurassic Park right, exhibit. Right, right. They got a million th- places like Six Flags now. <laughs> I went out there. Shout out to Kate and shout out to uh, Naki who were out at Pullman Yards. I went out there for a couple projects pre-pandemic, actually a few years before that, and it was just that one building that they used for, a, I, I can't, well, you know what? If you go on their website, they show the list of the projects that were filmed there. Mm-hmm. But it's grown. They started building things during the pandemic. They have all manner of events. You know, like we talk about Atlanta Motor Speedway, you wouldn't think there's a lot going on out there except for race weekend, and that ain't the case. Y'all need to go on their website regularly. The same thing with Pullman Yard. They have so much going on out there. So, I mean, listen, I can't do a full-blown commercial. I don't want David Ashburn coming at me. (laughs) But y'all need to go and check out. If you got folks in town, I mean, from kids all the way to senior citizens, there is something for I went out there and checked out the 50 Years of Hip Hop this past week. That's one of the events they got out there. Okay. it's just crazy. So I wanted to mention Pullman Yard. You can get tickets to go in. Online see, there. Okay. You're going out there. Plenty of parking. Right. A ton of parking. And it's grown. And you know what? Much like Trilith, okay. they got a bunch of uh, apartments being built around this out there. Okay. That place is grown. Right there was it was it you get off Monroe and you go down to Robert Street there and but go on their website. That was one thing. Now here's the thing that I'm going to be also continuing to let our listeners know about. And I'm going to get the actual church to come on. But you know how we reach out to Snellville from time to time? And it was first the um, Second Baptist, and now it's the church on Main. Right. I have been talking with my good friend Roseanne out there. Okay. Roseanne's one of the many people who work out at that particular location. But there's going to be a few more that are going to be a part of. Now, are you ready for this? Are you familiar with the Night to Shine? Night to Shine. It is... A, an event that has been going on for a decade put together by Tim Tebow and the Tim Tebow Foundation. This is amazing. This really is amazing. And you know how I feel about Special Olympics. Right. <sighs> yeah. Night to Shine is a night specific 
for, in fact, I'm just going to read it. Night to Shine is a complimentary event for people with special needs, hosted by local churches around the, this takes place around the world on the same night, okay? The event is open to anyone living with disabilities ages 14 and over. It's like a prom night. They got the red carpet. They do the pictures. They make these kids feel like kings and queens. So it's like a prom night for these special needs kids. I found out about it. And so I'm going to, if you don't mind, let our audience know as I get more and more information about it and which churches are going to be a part of this. Because there's going to be like so many churches in Fulton, so many in Cobb, so many in Gwinnett. Right. So we want to let you know about it. But again, you don't know that you know somebody who has somebody in their family with special needs until something like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, you need to know about this. So we want everybody to pass this information on, if you know somebody or not, but it's called Night to Shine. And again, I got mad respect for this dude anyway, meaning Tim Tebow, because what he has been since the first time I met him is consistent. Hey, you know, I am really follow him. I don't care nothing about Florida and his, and his sports career and all that. He has been that same dude from day one to me. So because of that, he brings credibility to an event like this. This is just not some rich dude with a bunch of money. Right. Right? Yep. yep. So um, it's called Night to Shine. Okay. You can find that Tim Tebow Foundation if, for those of you. But I'm going to bring on as we move forward um, the people in the churches that I have been in touch with that are going to bring a little bit more information. This takes place in February. Oh, you know what? All the more reason to be. It's like I think it's, it's Valentine's night. No, excuse me, February 9th, worldwide. So this will be February 9th, 2024, and it's going to be, it'll happen around the world at the same time. That's the amazing thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what I wanted to to mention during this segment. I hope you don't mind me bringing that up. But these these are two things that I want to let, because this is what we do. We let people know about things going on around the city. We're going to get off here in a little bit, in an hour or so. And, yeah, we're going to talk about the games coming up. We're going to talk about this and that. But we got people here who have family in town, especially this week, looking for stuff to do. Why can't we point them in certain directions? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm here for. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Now, before we get on out of here, I got the most incredible picture yesterday. I'm talking about this dude right next to me here who looked like he was ready to host the Oscars. And it was, it, well, you know what? I'm going to let you talk about it, man, because the picture I got from you last night. Oh, yeah. And I know you wanted to mention where you were. And thank you for the little bag and the little, the little yeah, thing you yeah, gave me. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Um, last night I was honored to, to be, have a chance to emcee the event for Calvin Johnson uh, Jr. Foundation. Um, and so it's the, the things that they're doing to make a difference in the uh, lives of young people, especially young men, here and in Detroit. So it's good getting to hear from some of them, both some from Atlanta, some from the Detroit area, who've had this foundation really touch their lives. And, uh, you know, just they, they, they use the word intergenerational. You know, mean you want to impact more than just the folks right now. You want to plant a seed that's going to gonna continue on, right. you know, the generations for those families. And so that's something that, uh, that Calvin and his family were talking about. And it was a wonderful good chance to see him and hang out with him and some of the people that turned out for it. And so, yeah, man, I, the problem, I'll, I'll say this now. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> listening that was there last night. Yeah, nobody's listening. But, but, but um, you know, the formal, I hadn't worn since – Pre-COVID. Uh-oh. And so 
Um, you, you, you know, ain't kill nobody with one of them buttons popping off, did you? No, man. No, but, but all, all the spin classes and whatnot, I'm getting up, you know, you're up and down to go and speak. I'm getting mm-hmm. up a couple of times. And the trousers, I'm having to like. Oh, you mean you lost some weight? Yeah, trying to, trying to okay. keep, the, keep the trousers. You didn't want, want a refrigerator repair hey, machine. Hey, going. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why does say that? Okay, well, you wouldn't paint the but picture. If, but it was. But I appreciate uh, Calvin and the whole Johnson family for having me there. And yeah. it, 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 it was good. a great evening, uh, time well spent, and a fantastic thing. That you look, you looked incredible. You know, you you looked smooth. I mean, like brand new money. I don't know about brand new. Yeah, money. you did. You look, you look good. Hey, I got a Christmas present for you already. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and get it. you ready <laughs> for this. Uh, I'm gonna get you the new Andre 3000 album. Oh my goodness! Because I know how much you love the flute. But that, <laughs> That, that well, what does it sound like? It, it's, it, it's it, it dropped this just, week. It's, it's all instrumental, it's right? It's all it's, it's like new age, something like you'd hear in a spa. You'd be laying there and you know, just woodwind. Okay. Music, okay. What I've heard so far. Okay. The okay. dude is probably gonna get a Grammy nomination for probably it. Probably so. You know that's gonna. Be you know the they'll, they'll they'll invent a category for him <laughs> if that one already there. They'll invent a category. Hey, I want I want to tell you something. Somebody used to work right here in this building in this floor. Got picked up this past week at a radio station down the dial. I'm not going to mention them, but I want to say shout out to Jill Melancian. Jill mm-hmm. used to be here when this joint was Dave FM. Okay. And she was part of the original 99X thing. And, you know, it's nice. It's, it, our radio brethren, when they get hired and they get back into the game, yep. we like to give them a shout out. Absolutely. And Jill has, of course, his last name name is a famous a former Braves pitcher. Right? Melancian. So. Okay. But anyway, redheaded Jill, congratulations. Shout out to you. And I know she will shine over there down the dial playing music at 99x having said that coming up next we have got this last hour we're gonna got college football we got miles garrett talking falcons and more and we got some news NFL with the falcons stuff. and yeah we got some news too we're gonna talk about all yeah, that coming yeah. up you know something that's coming out now Falcons. Right. we'll talk about that breaking news breaking news we're gonna we'll get into that sam and greg sports radio 929 the game yeah this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.